0: Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. Has England got a new hero? Tottenham are definitely top of the league, so hell has definitely frozen over this time. We've got front three, back four, we've got a game for you, and all of our other regular lovely games. Let's go. We've got some breaking news today, first of all. I don't know if you've just heard. Maradona just died. I
1: know. Sad day.
0: Is he not one of those guys where he said, I thought he was dead years ago?
2: No, nah, he, he had uh, the right. emergency. Didn't he have emergency surgery a couple weeks ago?
0: Yeah. Well, no, sorry. No, I sh- I, let me recount I that. He's, that someone, he's someone that probably should have died a few years ago. I shouldn't be speaking a the dead as He
2: just died, but
1: yeah, he had a heart attack. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was he definitely, not, known for not
2: having the healthiest of lifestyles, let's be honest. He was here for a good time. That, that if, if you ever had that motto about I'm here for a good time, not a long time, he is the epitome of that. He, the,
1: the thing this will do is it'll bring up the same argument that always comes up about who's the best player in the world, who's the best player ever, and. There'll be loads of arguments now about was he the best, was he not, is it Pelé, is it Messi? You'll get all of that. It always seems to come up when you when people like that, when you lose them.
0: Well, the thing that, that I hear is going to happen is that VAR is going to have a look at that handball and they said it's all good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I bet Messi, Messi will still be playing for Barca at 60. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: yeah. We'll be playing for Man City at 60, maybe. He'll be going to Man City in the summer, won't he? Oof, damn uh, it. it's contracts out. His yeah. contracts
2: out. Yeah, but he's managed to get everyone he wanted sat there, hasn't he? So, oh, well, apart from his manager <laughs> and he's lost all his mates. They've all gone.
0: I know. I was looking at the match yesterday, and I know they were playing their youngsters. And I know I'm not huge on Spanish or uh, you know European football, but my goodness, I knew zero yeah. players that
1: played for Barcelona. there was certainly. a massive clear out. So Cumin came in and was brought in to clear out the deadwood, basically. say so get rid of players that... I mean, they've got a lot of injuries, to be fair. The Solskjaer
0: of Barcelona. What's that? Yeah, pretty... The Solskjaer of Barcelona.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's been told to come in and clear out. And Messi's the only one left, really. They've got Griezmann in there, of course, but he only came in recently. But yeah, Trincao, Dembele, all of those kind of players, they're new.
2: Right. Yeah, I must admit, there was about four passes but I was like, I think I only know two of the players within this four-pass move. It was like, there was a Pjanic, and you know, I totally forgot he played for Barcelona. Mm. Yeah, like... He only went there last year,
1: I think. He was in <laughs> UK last year. Pretty sure. Um, they got Carlos Alenio, who's, who's one of their kids who's good. They had that centre-back at the... Because is now out for God knows how long. Um, so he's... They had that new centre-back making his debut from... So, yeah, they had a lot of new players. Pique's one of them sneaky young players. You're like, He's been around
0: forever, so you think he's going to be 38, 40. And he's like, he's only 32. I'm sure he's a bit older than that.
1: Pique, that P- enough, because like, he was he was at Barcelona and then he went to Man United. Yeah, some oh, say he peaked early. Well, well, it was Guardiola that nabbed him back. So when Guardiola took on the Barcelona team, and they bought, he brought in all the like jabbies and the niestas from the youth team. He went straight away, first guy he got with Piquet back. Pretty good move, to be fair.
0: Right, let's stop talking about Spanish football, which we don't know, to football we actually do know. I know it's been a while because it was my birthday weekend, so I we missed it on Sunday, but England. Happy so birthday, think- Chris. Oh, thank you very much. I'm just about recovering from it. I found my first grey hair in my beard also, which is an absolute nightmare. God, I'm glad. What happens when you turn 40? Oh, jeez, that's my African age. I'm 56, <laughs> really. Uh yeah, does England have a bright new star in midfield? I feel like we've been screaming out for years for a bit of creativity. I can't remember the last time we've really had a, a midfielder that you could say, I don't know, could could take the game at the scruff of the neck. But uh, Grealish seems to be. Um,
2: I don't know. I know. It's, it's... I really thought you were talking about Foden. I did. <laughs> you started that you... intro. I really thought you meant Foden.
1: Yeah, new and young. <laughs> Grealish. What? Well, how old's Grealish? He's probably 25, 26, but New India... I've been talking about Greenish for the last year and a half. And you keep- Dan, yeah. Dan, I I, I I, told you he was good
0: first, all right? Let's not. Let's get this right.
1: He's one of the silkiest players on the ball. I just love watching him. I have Glad, you, glad I you agree him with me.
2: But yeah, I thought you meant man of the match, Phil Foden.
0: Well, I, Foden obviously had a good match against Iceland, um, but... I thought really that the the main headlines were taken from Grealish. And obviously, it, maybe it's easy to look good against uh, Belgium when we lost and he was really the only bright spot. But I think, again, across all three matches, I think that Grealish was kind of holding himself to be some kind of bright spot, like I said, particularly in the Belgium game. Ferdinand obviously had a, a good game against Iceland. But yeah, for me, Grealish was the, the star of the show during the in, international break. There
1: was a, in, the, in the original game against Iceland where we lost... We lose or draw in the, the first round of internationals, not this latest one. The one uh,
2: we well oh, we won Didn't the first round. At the penalty. one. One nil away. We got the late penalty and then
1: they missed it. Oh, okay, there wasn't that one. We lost. We lost. You're talking game. about Denmark. Which was Denmark. A Sorry, that was it. Denmark. There was that game, and Greenish had been called, had just been called up to the England squad, but he hadn't made his debut yet. He'd made his actually had in a friendly, but not competitive debut. And that Denmark game, you watched so yeah, it, and we we even said at the time. Like it was crying out for a player that could take the ball, take like run up the pitch, take players on, get some creativity. And you've got Grealish sat on the bench, and Southgate refused to play him. We're all going on, like, there must be something going on. Why is Southgate never playing him? He finally gets his start. He finally shows what he can do, and now he's undroppable. Because he's the only player we've got like that. He's the only person who can carry the ball, who can actually move a, midf- a defence. He can actually create stuff. So not- I'm not surprised at all that everyone is now clamoring over him. As soon as James Madison yeah. starts getting his, his start for England, everyone's going to be saying the same thing because creativity is what we need. They're the creative players. They just haven't been given the chance.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting once everyone's fit, though, because <clears throat> Southgate's issue is he he wanted to play him so far forward, isn't it? it like, literally just off Harry Kane, where <clears throat> the fact he picks the ball up quite deep and runs, runs with it. I'm like, once everyone's fit, where does he fit? So. What I like about him is he, he, plays, he has two positions
1: for Villa. So depending on who's playing, he plays in the midfield three or he plays out on the left wing or, or right wing, actually. But he, that's what I like about him. He's got versatility because he, he will just come and get the ball. You kind of can't pigeonhole him and just say, right, you stay out on the wing or you, he'll just come and get the ball. But you need that. You need that. Well,
0: I, I think the most important thing for him, if you're talking about when all the players come back, it's not even a fact that, like, who starts, but Grealish just has to be featured more. Like you said, with Denmark, if you're looking at a player where you screaming out for someone to just take hold of it, because I don't think Grealish is going to be inappropriate in all games. I mean, we still lost the Belgium, Belgium match, where you're going to probably yeah. need a bit more discipline, a bit more shape. Sometimes you're going to need a player that's just going to come on, uh, maybe come on in ho- at time or after 60, 70 minutes when it's not going too well and just literally take control, especially when we've got a lot of players right now, that don't look to receive the ball. And not only can he receive it, he can dribble with the ball, get by some players. He's almost like a um, a box-to-box midfielder light. Not quite defensively, but he he gets the ball so deep and he can dribble right up to, you know, just outside the box sort of thing and then hopefully make a good pass or a good shot. i, I just uh yeah, I'd be interested to see after this period if Southgate will try and feature him more. Because if he just drops him, there has to be some kind of, um what's the word, like an uproar from fans saying that, you know, since he, why is he not playing.
1: I remember when... Yeah. Spurs, there was uh, two years ago. So, no, three years ago, when Aston Villa got relegated, there was all the talk of Grealish was going to go, and literally last day of the transfer window, I think Spurs had put a bid, It got rejected. They were, and then everyone was going, go, well, why do they want Grealish? He's not good enough. Then he had his season at the Championship, came up, and United, they were then after him, there were all the rumours. Had they, They'd gone down uh, although they nearly went down. And everyone's going, ah, Grealish isn't quite good enough. And now all of a sudden he's had a storming start and everyone's all over him again. He's one of those players that I just think is going to keep flit, flitting and flying between what people think of him. But he's just class. He's just got class.
0: I don't know if it's a case of just kind of he's going to be up and down and maybe he's on a good run of form. For me, the difference between last season and this season is he's stepped up his level of quality, but also... Even though he's quite an attacking player, his efficiency—like he's—he's making better decisions. He's not necessarily trying to beat players all the time. He's trying to involve other players around him. So he has the ability, but then he's not overplaying. And I think that's probably the big difference coming into this season.
2: Yeah, I, I, I really until this weekend thought he played well with Barkley, but obviously Barkley came off injured, so I don't know how bad mm. that is. Mm. <coughs> I, won't, but, but, I think. I do want
0: to hype it up just a little bit and ask an outrageously big question. But um, potentially, now let me preface let me it with saying potentially, is this the best midfield potentially we've had, a, we've had since the Golden Generation? England. Yeah. Not including the Golden Generation? Uh, you could do including. I mean, if you want to hype it up even more and say this is the greatest <coughs> midfield we've yeah, ever no. had. What, since the likes of Scholes and Gerrard and Lampard, are you correct? correct if you don't include? Correct. Well, that's what I'm saying. Since then, uh, Danny, because you know, you guys thought I was talking about Phil Foden, and I was talking about Grealish. When's the last time since since that generation, the last few you know European cups, World Cups, and internationals, have we had essentially decent midfielders? I mean, the midfielders we've had have been pretty. I don't know sub par for international football, at least for the level that we want as England fans. Do you not think? And that's what I'm saying. Now we've got players that that uh, have creativity, have ability, and potentially again, seeing as they're quite young, even though you don't think 25 is young, could be a decent midfield with Grealish, Foden, Madison coming through.
1: so who else are you counting? Are you talking about Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, Mason Mount? Are those the people you're talking about?
0: I think they can feature, but I think that if we look at Grealish and Foden and um, Madison as the, f- you know, the three that could primarily lead us forwards, I think that potentially it could be because then Declan Rice can look good in a, in a midfield where you have more creative players. Even Eric Dyer can look decent. If Henderson, if he brings the form that he did from Liverpool, where he has more creative players in front of him, he could be excellent in the in midfield for England.
1: So I've always, I've always felt, and I, I don't know, because I wouldn't say any of them are traditional centre mids. Maybe Declan Rice. Declan Rice is still young and, and probably he's going to get a lot better. Everyone raves it. Sorry, I've also been forgetting Mason Mount, by the way, who I, who I really like. Yes, I just that's what I said, Mason Mount. But <laughs> I think... I do like Mason Mount. Is he, is he going to be a world-beater and world-class? I don't think so. I think he's going to be... A kind of like Aaron Ramsey, do you not think? Uh, mm. Is he going to be... Um, I, I don't even know if he's going to be at that level. Is, is Juventus mm. going to sign Mason Mount? I, I don't see it.
0: Well, that's not necessarily... No, that,
1: that kind of profile of play, I, I don't know. I don't see it, but I don't think we've got the strongest midfield. If I look at the England team, we're pretty strong up front. We're pretty strong on the wings and at wing back, we've got a bit of depth in at goal center back and mid, central midfield is, is probably
2: our weakest area. Oh, uh, goal in goal, uh, it's a weird one because Pickford never really does that badly for England. You're talking about goal, I'm talking about midfield, yeah. But uh, Danny was just saying our weakness isn't midfield. I, no. The reason I don't think uh, you can say it just yet is because. I, if every single England player was fit, you couldn't name the midfield. <clears throat> so I think we have got the most competitive midfield. But but that's because none of them. I look them at like, like I don't think that's because all of them are world class. I think it's because they're all the same kind of level. Yeah, world class. That's the problem. But like I, I think because um, I really rate since he's gone to Liverpool is Chamberlain, and no. I'm like when he's, fit, when he's fully fit. Oxley Chamberlain. When he's fully fit, yeah, he's he's better than most. Uh, best I think the midfield we've got there uh, uh, no I think he's good but at
0: this point you've got to be like well he's obviously injury prone and he's not been featuring that much the last few years I mean
1: well yeah he's been injured but if he comes back from injury the player he w- was before injury without doubt he's our best player for a point yeah. he was England's best player I don't know it's a lot of question and marks played,
2: before he was injured he played a level higher than any of those other oh, players have sure. played he was massive in that Champions League run for uh, Liverpool he was absolutely massive
1: okay yeah, we've got some interesting debts. We've got a decent team. I don't think we're gonna win. The and Euros.
2: We can't, right, you never and if we totally wrote Sancho off as a player now. Like I haven't at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mark has. Did you see him for Dortmund yesterday? For I, I never mind? I never fully rated him. Like I've I've never like been on the Sancho hype train. He I saw a, him play once the first time I saw him play for England, I I was like Yeah, I don't don't think he's the The best youngster in the world, like he was being hyped up to be. I think, I think,
1: funnily enough, another player from England, or if that was born in England, in his team is the best player, young player in the world, in Haaland But Sancho, he gets so much disrespect. The stats, some of the stats and the numbers that he puts up at his age, like in Champions League, in the Bundesliga, for his for his age, for what he's done and what he's achieved. There's not many others like it that have achieved what he has in those numbers, assists and goals. Yeah, but I think for us,
0: especially, I think for us, we're looking at it at the pair through, uh, uh, the a pair view through. Well, yeah, for I just but playing for England. Obviously, for for Dortmund, he's doing well, but for us who invest ourselves in England and English teams for the most part, you want to see him be able to produce whenever he's playing for for for, for England. So. Uh, when he first came onto the yeah, but when he first came onto the scene, and I think it, maybe he got overshadowed by um, Grealish in this period, but it just seems that as of late, I'm not writing him off. But as of late, he just wasn't the same player he was when he first started playing for England for whatever reason. He is, who knows? He's
2: now twenty years old, so
0: so, so he's passed it. now. So he's
2: basically passed it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's past, past it. it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: he's done for. Um, and a chance. If you want to see Sancho playing like Sancho. Just watch Dortmund's game yesterday. He was class. He was class.
0: playable. He scored a quality goal as well. Well, let's see him do it for England. Otherwise, I want nothing to do with
2: him. Yeah. If England play Club Rouge, then yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Premier League football.
0: Do you... Was Manchester City losing to Spurs a surprise at this point?
1: Uh I don't
2: know if it was a surprise, but... I think it was, yeah. It's exactly how Mourinho beats Pep. Yeah. Get a goal in five minutes and hold on for your life. Did you see the Mourinho's answer when they said you had, like, uh, Man City had 80% of the ball and he went, well, they could take the ball home if they won. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a great answer. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, exactly. Yeah.
1: I think I, I just, when I'm looking at the league table, I'm looking at the stats of that game. They had 22 shots, Man City, 11 of which were blocked in the box. They had 10 corners. They got fouled 20 times. They missed three big chances. The, the Tottenham keeper made six saves. They made three times the amount of passes. As, I mean, well, yeah, when you look at it on paper, obviously, it's a different game, but that is I yeah. mean, but- that was just Mourinho to a T. That's the difference between if you ever,
2: but if you do look at stats though of when two big teams play each other, if one of them scores early, <clears throat> the stats do lean heavy on the other team because they are chasing a goal. But in and saying that from that moment <clears throat> in saying that, that's the difference between having
0: an Aguero and not having an Aguero, particularly for Man City, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think they're really lacking in in um clinical finishes. Oh, they've got Ferran Torres, who looks, he looks half decent actually. I mean, again, he's only twenty.
0: Do you, do you think it's fair to say now that Aguero has carried Man City for ten plus years?
1: No, I don't think yeah, that's and, a, and, and I think that's
0: what that says company. Yeah, but if you can't finish, do you know what I mean?
2: I also think Pep's a fraud. Every time he gets a big game, you look at the starting lineup. You're like, okay, the lineup looks a bit odd. Ten minutes into the game, you're like. Why is Jesus out wide? Why is Ferran Torres up front? Why is Mahrez right back? And you're like, what What are they doing? He's, he definitely overcomplicates football.
0: Pep's got a bit of the old... That. Pep's got a bit of the old venger in him, is not he? Like, for some reason, you expect more, but when it comes to big moments, it just disappoints.
1: I'm convinced that Pep does it on purpose. He, he's done it for three years in a row in Champions League. Last year against... Was it Valencia or whoever it was against... Was or Leon, I think yeah. the absolute classic. Like the lineup was released, and you look at it and you go, Pep's done it again for exactly the reason you said. He's like, he benched three or four of his best players. He put someone at left back when there should be a right, like he's moved people around. And it's because what he wants is he wants to go, Look, I worked this team out, I came up with this brand new idea, and look how well it worked. And everyone, I'm a genius, but it keeps failing. <laughs> and it's like, if he just played this normal team, played the normal style, they'd probably won 4 0.
2: Do you do you know you know what? Uh, on on a match of the day, they said Hoytberg was signing in of the summer. Nah, do we agree? I disagree. This is ridiculous. That's so stupid to say. He he has been good though. Like he is just your. He's your, done. A, he's done a decent. He's timber. been better than Dyer.
1: Like he's he's a better central defensive midfielder than I, Dyer. I, I don't
2: understand how Dyer plays for Tottenham and plays for England. I, the guy I, is so bad. It's dreadful. Dreadful. I wanted well, to I, give him like credit because he is defensively minded, and sometimes you need those players who don't bomb forward, who do look back. But oh, it's just so bad. But do you know why he's? Do you know why I would like him?
0: I like him if he's defensively minded, but the problem is he's not very good at defending, and that's probably because he's probably like the fat kid that gets picked for goalie because you can't really do anything else. The reason he plays defensively is because he
1: can't play football. It, it, that's so funny. Yeah. How can Hoyberg be the best signing of the summer when he's not even the best signing that Spurs made this summer? And Sergio Regulon, a left back, is a far oh, better. Oh, well, you—you got
0: some. You got—he's like your new guy, man. You got
1: such a hard. No, no. he's
2: excellent. He's an excellent left back. I do think Hoyberg is is—he is up there. He's just boring. Do you know? He's just a well by chance. Probably he, the, by chance. The, apart. The, by, by chance, the best signing is probably Jota. Uh, ah. Yeah. That, that's just someone who's looking at goals. You've just sorted some assignments, yeah. goals. Yeah, and you're like, "Hey, Jotter's top. No, nah, I nah, think not. Nah. Like when Tottenham beat us six 0 Hoyberg was—he just was the one who carved us apart. So, don't, get again I, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's—he's
1: been—he's been decent. And he's had a good season. But the thing, you take Hoyberg. They've taken Hoyberg out of the Southampton team, and Southampton's a better team. Like I, he's not the player. I don't, I don't think he is the reason Spurs are so good. I don't think you can say it's just because he's come in and he's been amazing. And that's what's made Spurs so good. They've like actually Diarnald Viral at the back has been a really strong pairing. The wing backs have been really good. Kane and Son have been outrageous, not out of this world. I don't think you can what? say Boyberg's been the change because no, 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 no difference.
2: I was expecting Tottenham to be good this year because when Mourinho doesn't have like oh, did it be rumblings of. But when Mourinho doesn't have like stories coming out about players um, rumbling, he had that big issue with on Ndombe- last season. But actually, got caught breaking quarantine with him, him, him them two, and Sissoko training as a free during lockdown. It Was like, oh, actually, maybe they do get on, and like maybe he's learnt his lessons. So that they, they seem to go into the season happy. And the one thing you know when. Mourinho's got a happy camp is they're winning the League Cup (laughs) they might win the League Cup they win the League Cup I'm you know I'm not
0: the most like kind of die-harder Spurs-hating Arsenal fan but I just cannot I cannot I just cannot allow them. To I just don't want league. to see Mourinho win it. I just can't. Yeah, and Mourinho as well. Especially if Mourinho and Spurs did it at the same time, oh, it would beautiful. just be absolutely terrible. Everyone you'd never, you'd never two hear two, the end of it from anyone.
2: it be. Funny un- I, is- feel like I feel like he. I feel like he would turn up in a, like a Chelsea and Man United top to the, to the like, final day of the season, wouldn't he? Just to know. be like to them to I look feel, what you are missing. The funny
1: thing is, like of all the, the football stadiums, <laughs> to say football of all the football stadiums I've been to ever. Outside of maybe the Barcelona one, every single um, club has a uh, chant involving "We hate Tottenham." did not yeah. matter where it not matter where you go. I went to Everton and they're "We <laughs> they hate Tottenham." Like I've been to so many football games and they hate Tottenham. They
2: just and then you That's put. That's you in do the top spot. And
1: ah uh, oh, man, <laughs> I Danny. do love
2: it though. Like you go to Arsenal and it's like, who do you hate, Tottenham? You go to West Ham, who do you hate Tottenham. You go to Chelsea, who do you hate Tottenham. I'm like, it reminds me of England and the Six Nations. Yeah, that England, I just love it. Advert, yeah. Yeah. That? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, that's probably a good thing. Like everyone, everyone dislikes you, isn't it? It's funny though. Why
0: is it like? Why do? Why does everyone just hate Spurs? Like, they there so no Spursy? Spurs. Have they just got some like well, I think, arrogance? I think
2: West Ham, Arsenal's? West Ham, Chelsea. Well, West Ham, Chelsea, and. Tottenham have always hated each other as a trio then Arsenal are just North London so they're just by default Tottenham's like closest rival so you've got like Tottenham Arsenal is a distance thing and you've got Chelsea West Ham and Tottenham I'm, which pre- is I'm just, pretty like, sure even the Leeds
1: about hating Tottenham I'm pretty sure I've heard that I've it's, heard
2: probably, it's probably all from the days of the old firms isn't it because like, mm. if I think of Leeds I think of Everton I think of uh Tottenham. I just think of football folks, really. (laughs) Like I think of like when football was at its worst back in the early eighties. They're the the names. I just think of Millwall. Football fans. Millwall as well. Yeah.
0: Um, There weren't really many surprises on the weekend. To be fair, I don't know have actually much to talk about. I don't know if Arsenal
2: managed to get away with a point.
0: (laughs) What are Arsenal doing? It just. There's been lately, there's been a lot of comparisons between um, Arteta and Emery's starts to their tenure at Arsenal. And obviously it's like, oh, Emery's had a better start than uh, Arteta. What does that mean for him? And, you know, I think I said at last pod, it is, I think their approach is different. And that's why it is. But it's, it is just frustrating because I don't understand why they can't score anymore. It um, was it? they haven't scored an, a goal in open play in like a month or so which is ridiculous in the Premier League. I do understand that he's, he's trying to start from the back and obviously defensively seems to be a bit better. But how does that lack from the attack? Is it like you've lost favour with your attacking players in training because you're just not focusing on them and they don't want to play for you? Because that's all I like can sense. I mean, you can see from Pepe just getting frustrated and getting himself sent off. You feel like if he was playing for the manager or the team a bit more, he might have had his head straight on. But I don't know. It just It's just frustrating. Like Why can't you just score goals?
1: It is. It yeah, is a, I,
2: I think they're hev- they're heavily reliant on Aubameyang's finishing. So Arsenal, even when they were playing well, weren't creating loads. Yang was just finishing a high percentage of his chances.
0: Yeah, but the difference is, sorry, at, Mark. Mark, sorry. The difference is now that they're, they're, they're not even supplying him
2: with anything to finish. No. But then, if you look at the team, where are goals coming from? He doesn't play Lacazette. He doesn't play Saka. Martellini Martellini's still injured
1: you know the funniest like, thing about, about it is that they might as well have just kept Giroud and not got Lacazette save 50 million and they'd have had 30 more goals I
2: don't know if it's quite quite that but yeah I think Aubameyang has been a a decent enough signing for Arsenal that they don't regret selling Aubameyang, Giroud Aubameyang yeah but Lacazette but that was the deal weren't it they had to sell Giroud to Chelsea Chelsea had to do Benteke to uh, Dortmund. Dortmund. It was a trio, wasn't it? So you know Giroud what? went to Chelsea. Benteke went to Dortmund. Uh, Aubameyang went to Arsenal.
0: I, when, when, when Arsenal got, like I, said, I was so excited because <laughs> he was such a good player on FIFA. And I think that's what they, I think that's what they've done. They've played with. Him, they've I played don't with
2: him. see what's wrong with him. I, every time I watch him, I'm like, he's got a good touch. He seems to get on with Aubameyang. He, he can finish because. What I like to do is look at a team and say, okay, you want to get sort of ten, somewhere between ten and fifteen goals a season from your attacking midfielders. Ideally, you'd get like twenty, low twenties from your striker. And I look at Arsenal; they get what twenty-three goals from Aubameyang. And you're like Pepe, what's he going to get? Four, or five goals a year? Willian, he might get a few. No, he's not on penalties. Probably less. Willock. You're like, okay, we're struggling to get ten goals in the midfield here. Where with Lacazette, as much as his flaws are, he probably still will get ten to fifteen goals. Well, I think um, the thing with
0: Lacazette and the way he plays is that he chooses to um, have a player on his back, and he wants to receive it and turn and do something. He doesn't like to run any lines. He doesn't like to spin off or create space well, He likes contact. So he likes contact. Well, that relies and the, the the way he plays relies on other players actually making movements around him, and not looking like individuals. And they haven't really got that team chemistry particularly up front yet. And that's why it's so frustrating, because I think that's making him look bad. It's almost like he's one of those players that tries to press up and rush up and expects his teammates behind him to do the same, but he looks back and realise he's just left all this space and he looks like the idiot for being out of position it's it's kind of like the equivalency as an attacking player. He's putting himself in a position to receive the ball and he needs runners off of him. And everyone's just staying on their wings or staying in their position. But I don't know if that's something Arteta's going to address in the future. It's just not working for us now. Fair enough.
1: Can we agree that um, Bruno Fernandes and Ziyech are the best players in the Premier League yet? Or are you not there with me?
0: Uh, Bruno Fernandes, for sure. Um, Ziyech uh, still needs to see more. All
1: right. I'll take but that. I think that's fair. He's up, he's getting there, though. How, that was yeah. that was pretty bad, that West Brom game, though, wasn't it? I mean, talk about lucky penalties.
0: Oh, I, I just... I, even I've got... I had Bruno as my captain, and even I was disappointed at that, that second penalty. I think we all captain. have Bruno as captain. So dumb. So dumb. Yeah, but I mean, for goodness sake, what are keepers supposed to fucking do? Especially when it's like... Especially when it's a poor penalty. If it was saved, then it was like a really good penalty or anything like that. But the fact that it was such a bad penalty, and... He's not going to be held accountable
2: for they, doing this They've been on run-up. They, they've been, yeah, the run-up run, Their penalty being retaken. They've been hot on that for about a year now. They did it in the cups last year. Like he was like a almost two yards off his line. So. Yeah, but
0: I just don't think you should be bailed out for have for such a poor penalty. I will. Like, I don't know what other penalty, what other thing you could do, but you're just bailing them out for such for such a poor penalty.
2: well no because the keeper saved it because he's got an advantage. He did not save that for no advantage. That was a poor penalty. penalty. It was a bad penalty. No, no, but I'm saying he, yeah. he, he still gained an advantage.
0: He
1: gained zero advantage. It was a bad penalty. He, the, the, mark so he of the, man, the mark of the man is he could have had a first-half hat-trick in the Champions League, and it didn't have saw his quote afterwards when they asked him, and said, why didn't you take the penalty? And he said after he missed the one in West Brom, he spoke to Marcus Rashford and said, you're having the next one, because he's missed two in a row now. Uh, so he said you're having the next one he said it came up I told him he's having it he had it he's, he said something. he's is something like he's one of the best goal scorers in the Champions League he should be taking the penalties Oh, Mark of the man he's like Ellen White just giving up penalties when he should take them unbelievable oh.
2: what a man what a man he is did you see his first yeah. goal though? oof that was tasty yeah well I didn't think any of you saw it because I messaged the group and it was just like silence
1: I, well, I didn't. <laughs> I missed the first half so I watched the highlights at half time and I watched the second half but yeah,
2: tasty goal. I didn't watch the second half. The game game was over at that point, and then I, my phone was like, that's three one." Like, I oh, know, but unfortunately, I was too busy cheering Seville. I have to
1: say, yeah, good bet, I Cavani. Are fun. <laughs> Is such a better use of a, a striker in that team. It just brings out the best in Bruno, the best in player, everyone around him, because he he actually makes runs. I like Martial. He's obviously got a lot of talent, but he's not an, he's not a classic number nine. He doesn't stretch the defense. There's so much. It's so limited with him as the number nine. I think you can only really play a certain way.
2: It's I really very easily like said playing Istanbul. Though yeah. no, I just wonder how how much man. Cavani will do it though because. At half time, I was like, "This poor guy has made twenty runs." Yeah, and not been And good it's time. like it's, he looks like the new guy in the team. He looks like they don't like him. <laughs> do you know what? I've, I've, actually, I've
0: actually watched Cavani before, and he, he he's pretty selfless like that. Though he's not he's yeah. not the type of player that's just going to stop. He's just going to keep going and running and running so but fair Bruno play the him.
1: him the, be- like, the, the uh, other thing I saw earlier was everyone's saying oh, Bruno's just a fraud he just takes penalties and that he's created more chances in the Premier League than any other player more so than uh, De Bruyne this season but he, will find, he will but find Cavani if he makes the runs for Bruno's sure Bruno's
0: another level Bruno's another level like he, he is up there with De Bruyne I think he's just
2: a whole different guy yeah he um, turned our team around we were nowhere uh, near top four
1: unreal no. unreal um, I'm also
2: pleased to see old uh, Donny play well. He, uh, yeah, when I've seen him play in in the cup games, he's always looked good. So I can really start seeing him a bit more.
1: I, I do, I do think we we're, we're getting closer to the end of Pogba for United, and I think fans are now accepting of that. I don't think there'll be any issue letting him go.
2: I think the worrying thing is other clubs. have become accepting of it now. There's, let's face it, one reason he's still at us isn't because he's so loyal to United. It's because there aren't, like, a queue. It was a bit like when Ozil stayed at Arsenal a few years back. It was like, there's not a queue of clubs who are ready to kick that door down and say, hang on. Like, when when there was a sniff that Messi was free, it was like, Man City are like, well, the checkbook's there. Just let us know. Like, but it's like, oh, Pogba might leave United. And everyone's looking and like, eh, maybe Real Madrid because they want a marquee signing. Like... There isn't like a queue of teams that are going to be rushing to take him.
1: It'll be a classic Real Madrid signing because look what they did with Hazard, right? Uh, last year of contract coming to the end of his career. Yeah, we'll give you a hundred million pounds. Sure, that's exactly what's going to happen with Pogba. We'll get
2: you yeah. China. I don't mind. He's 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 a good squad player, and and <laughs> you get enough oh, good no. games out. No, but you do get <laughs> you get enough good games out of him, but. I think yeah. he's shown he's. strong the a great. Inter- is. I can't remember that many. Good a great games. interview of L- Lampard talking about Pogba, and talking about why Pogba's not like a Mourinho player. It's when Mourinho was our manager. And he talks about like he just makes the wrong decision far too many times for a centre midfielder, and he still does it now. So like he'll do a big crossfield ball that looks good. But he, if, you look, if you think of his best games for us, they're in 20 minute spurts.: Yeah, so actually, coming off the bench is probably the best thing for him.
0: But just think he' comes he's an a expensive much, coming off yeah, the, bit too much of a premium coming off the bench Yeah,
2: yeah that's, that's the issue, isn't it?
0: So, mm. Results League. Yeah. Um, I'm very strong, <laughs> strong out in this week. Uh, Mark had too much faith in uh, Arsenal this week. Went for 3-2 against Leeds. Incorrect. It was a beautiful nil-nil. Danny went for another away fixture. Everton away to Fulham. 3-1. Very close, but no Seagull. It was 3-2. It was wasn't it? Buddy loved his cheek. There you go. And then I went for Man United to beat West Brom. 3-0. Too much faith for me. And they have got a lovely one point. Because it was 1-0. So, what's the, what's the scores on the doors? Scores on the doors are uh, uh, Mark is on, who dearie, me boy, four. I am coming up close in second with five points, and Danny has <clears throat>
1: points. Uh, so, so uh, 18, did you say? That's a lot. What? <laughs> 18, 18 points. To be fair, I've only got one result wrong this year. I should have just done a fucking bet every week. You probably should have, yeah. The
0: like right results, steering me. And you've you got a few right scores as well, which is an absolutely outrageous thing to do. But there you go. Right, so who wants to go first with this one?
1: I will go first because I've already picked. Good. I'm who putting my from? luck right out there on the line here. I'm oh. putting my effectively good record for the season on the line and I'm going for a Sheffield United away That's... win at West Brom.
0: Dairy me is that is yeah, there's no way you that that's ending right now, that is. No way.
1: the United away at West Brom. I've got a pick a the score? Uh I'm gonna go for one nil. Ah. That's going out there. That is the Saturday night. To be fair, night. you picked the
0: one team that can't score a goal, so there you go.
1: Mark, I think if if going the United to... can score more than West Brom
0: could
1: score, let's be honest. Mm, terrible. So
2: Let's have a look at these fixtures. know. I have not on. done Palace to win, and I have not done Newcastle. Oh, they're both so bad. Um, Friday, he's looking at you know. Yeah, <clears throat> go on. Let's let's do. Uh, which one of the two? I'm going to go Newcastle. I'm going to go Newcastle one Palace nil.
1: The Amazon Prime game. Oh, Friday night is anyone going to Chris are you going to do it are you going to get the early kickoff from Brighton to beat Liverpool
0: uh, I was going to say that is a, a big big result coming off a great was that young, for a
2: young England striker for Brighton got a great goal on the weekend who was that Man United youngster Arsenal legend Danny Welbeck <laughs> great goal as well
0: fantastic goal <laughs> yeah. great finish did you say 1-0 beat beat, beat Crystal Palace
2: yeah there you go I feel like those Friday night games I always forget they're on and I look at my phone and been like oh, I'm glad I didn't miss that look rubbish yeah, they're not that
1: great you think it'd
2: be goals, goals, goals nah every time I look it's like oh, it's 0-0, 1-0, 1-1 that's it you
1: know this you know since lockdown they've made all football free on TV again they've scrapped the the yeah does it not annoy you a little bit that there's one game at a time like in there's four games in a day I can't watch four games in a day
2: I... The only, yeah, I, well, I've been saying that for ages. Like, I think three is my max if they're three good games. And how terrible is Soccer Saturday? Uh, I, I don't know if watch any that. of you have put on on Saturday.
1: I, I actually watch, the, if I watch anything, it'll be the BT.
0: How can they do Soccer Saturday? It'll be one match at a time. It's, it's all the
2: championship, but they'll have one Premier League game. But it's just terrible.
0: Yeah,
1: I forgot about all the other leagues. I watched <laughs> the BT one because uh, they have the a <laughs> football. So they cover that as well. More
0: interesting. Right. After all that Philip I I've still not got a game that I can pick. Um Arsenal is in a must win against Wolves. Oh, that,
1: um, was, that was giving the other
0: pick. Wolves. <laughs> I feel like Tottenham's playing Chelsea in a are they really good game? Away to Chelsea, Tottenham there. Brighton in the old I'm gonna smash you early kickoff game versus Liverpool. Chelsea um,
1: Tottenham, if you want some points, just get the Everton and Leeds will
0: be a bit tasty, innit? It's the tasty game of the week, that should be right. One, one Everton That's versus good uh, Leeds.
1: That could be a few goals in that game, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, do you know what? This is a good fixture week. I'm glad I did my pick on the Friday, which is the terrible game. Give me something to uh, look <laughs> forward to. <isn't> <laughs> that... Do you think the Monday, Monday games have been dreadful, haven't they?
0: they got some shitty fixtures on Monday. They are,
1: they are some, certainly the early one, like that Leicester-Fulham game. <laughs> it strikes it's you, a, you'd normally get like a 4 5 niller but at 5.30 on a Friday, on a Monday afternoon, it's just, it's just not going to be a good game, is it?
0: Mm, that's a classic, we're going to smash Fulham game. Um, right, I'm going to go for, uh, I just, I do good you game think, game, Chris. I know, I know, I know, I know, but, um, just, I just think Arsenal could beat Wolves, but I'm not oh, Go for the Claret it.
2: and Blue Derby. Do
0: it. Yeah. Um, do it. I can't because i pick picked West Ham twice to lose and I, I think they'll beat... Um, they'll beat... They'll
1: beat West
0: Ham to win. I'm going to pick... Yeah, I'm going to pick Spurs. I'm going to pick Spurs to beat Chelsea in the Mourinho revenge game. And they're going to win... 2 1.
1: You know, if, if oh, Spurs can yeah, <laughs> if Spurs smash United, beat City, I say comfortably, City 2 0, and then go and beat Chelsea, I'm going to start to get really worried. I know. I'm just looking for an away fixture. 2 uh, <laughs> 1. And amazing. also,
0: also, it's because I've just been getting it so wrong. Because so, my natural instincts is to pick Chelsea, but um, I just don't think that's going to happen. So And we all keep picking away waste fixtures. So that's what I need to do. So wonderful. Um, we'll do the Champions League draw this weekend because we're, st- we're out in the middle of it. Um, but we won't tell you how, on, how that's going. Uh, Danny, you want to do your transfer real quick?
1: Yeah, my transfer this week. Um, so the team is dude, it's a bit lopsided. I really like our front line. I like Kane, Jesus and calvert Lewin. That's a strong front line. I like some of our midfield. We've got Ziyech and Grealish and could do with some more in there. But we've got aquetta who's just clogging up the bench and he's very expensive, um, which gives me a nice lot of money. I really wanted Robertson, but I can't afford him. Um, and I'm really torn. I'm not sure which defender to get. Um, we
2: are not bringing in Chris's tip,
1: Phillips. <laughs> uh... Yeah, the one who has... he played. He's playing tonight, I think, but in the Champions League, but no, because uh, Matip and... Be typical, back, So is it wild? Hey. I I mean the obvious one would be Chilwell, but I don't really want to bring in a Chelsea player because they've got some crappy fixtures. I don't know who to bring in for him. Um I'd, have picked, I'd yeah, pick I'd pick, but he might be out. You know what? I'm gonna go for James Justin. You sound like your team, aren't you? Well, I'm a, I only, my only worry is Ricardo Pereira made his comeback in the under-23s this week, and he is going to come straight back in the team when he's fit be a few weeks' time. But I can't risk Castagna because he's... Uh, can I? Go on, pick one. Uh, who should I pick? Castagna or Justin? Uh, Castagna. He's playing well. Well, he's injured at the moment, but he wasn't. Uh, Justin, he, should be back. he should be back. I'm going for it. I reckon he's going to be back. I reckon he's going be back on Monday night. He's going to get two assists against Fulham. Boom. Eugene. Perfect. Right. Ready for a game? Yep.
0: This is the Football Kit Makers game. Penalty shootout. The oh, what? Oh, I see. I, see. I, see. I see. Do you get it? Yep. You each, You each get five picks like you would do a penalty shootout. And obviously, if you have the same points at the end of it, we keep going until... You can't go no more. There are seven different kit makers in the Premier League. They are Adidas, Nike, Puma, Umbro, Hummel, Kappa and Under Armour. Is that seven? One, two, yep, that's seven. Perfect. Um, You guys have to pick which team, which team's kit is made by which maker. All
2: Right. Has he still got the fantasy Premier League open? Close that page. Oh, my (laughs)
0: God. I'll close it. I'll close it. Um, didn't we play this game already? No, you did sponsors. No, we didn't. You sure? I'm certain of it.
2: Well, I don't feel confident enough to know
0: that we. if I've played... I uh, clearly haven't played this before. Well, danny has got an advantage then if he remembers it. Either that I, or stage No, maybe, maybe I don't. I just... I
1: don't know what I thought.
0: No, we've done loads of different ones with kits, like with badges and all that sort of stuff. We haven't done the makers. Fair enough. Um, so... Adidas have the most kits. I'm, I'm going to tell you how many do each. So you may want to write this down or remember it one way or the other. So get your friends.
2: Well
0: yeah. Not my pen. All right, let's go. Well done. So Adidas have seven kits. If you get a team with Adidas, you get two points. Nike and Puma have four kits each. If you get one of those correct, that's three points.
1: Yeah.
0: Umbro... Has two kits. If you get what, if you get either of those, that's four points. Hummel, Kappa, and Under Armour each have one kit. And for each of those, you get five points. Does that make sense, guys? Yep. Wow, Danny.
1: I've written down everything. I'm taking
0: your fish oil today. Jesus Christ, you're smart today. (laughs) Uh, Right. So who wants to go first, Mark or Danny? I might. Go on, Danny, you go first.
1: Alright, go on.
0: Right, so you get to pick out of any team that you want which kit they <coughs> have.
1: Um right. So I'm going to go for I'm pretty sure that Man C is Puma.
0: Correct. That
2: is three points. Great start. Nice. Wow. Mark. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I am pretty sure. Uh, I'm not sure about any of them. <laughs> Man United and Arsenal. <laughs> um, I, I know, have a feeling. I that was like, oh my the, God, God, that that? the underarmour is Ooh, he's Southampton going for, he's going for Ooh, five points already shout.
1: that
0: is yeah. under <laughs> armour Southampton oh, is correct that is a massive ah, yes. massive shout for that some is...
2: reason I remember seeing seeing they've got the little underarm on the, the back of the collar great shout he's already uh, gone for
0: one of the big ones put him on the back foot awesome. going for it, Yeah. that was top corner that was
2: <laughs> um keeper had no chance God, uh that's the only one of the odd ones I know. Like.
1: I'm trying to think of the odd ones now. I'm um, trying to think who I, which one I know. Um, just so you know, you just say, to give you context. you say Hummel, Kappa and Under Armour, yeah? Yes, so Mark's got
0: the Under Armour one.
1: So I'm almost certain that Everton, they're not Umbro, Adidas or Nike. I, I imagine that they're, they're weird. I don't think they'd be Kappa. I... I'm going to go for Everton and Hummel. He's looked this up. He's what? looked this
0: up. Look at him. I've got a pen and paper. That is, oh, correct.
1: What yes. Great... Yes. Is it correct? Awesome.
2: Wow. See, I think I know the kappa. But, uh, do I go for
1: it? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah do you want to save it in your back pocket or do you think Danny knows it? That's the important well, one. Well,
2: no, because... Uh, I don't know it. Oh. Because I'm like, if I get it wrong, uh, do you know what, I'm going to... The Kaffer, you get it wrong, that's zero uh, points, you know that. I know, if I get it wrong, it's zero. Uh, see, I've got a white top in my head, but I'm pretty sure that's Tottenham from 2001. exactly <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's thinking. It's exactly what right. exactly right.
1: I was like, uh, <laughs> I've got a team in my head who I think is Kappa,
2: but I, I, I think know. Kappa. For some reason, I think it's uh, your boy Jack Grealish's I team. So, so I'm going to go with Aston Villa. That would be my guess. Oh
0: yeah. wow! What? How do you guys know this? I'm like, <laughs> looking at it. Five points <laughs> for Mark. So impressive! You two are just so good. I'm glad I'm not playing <laughs> <getting> this game. <laughs> maybe we have done this before, Danny. You might be right. Oh my goodness. Um. So I can think of two hold on, or three hold on. Scores on the doors are Mark has ten points and Danny's currently
1: got eight. Um, He's got three penalties each. Okay, I mean I can think of a few Adidas's. Um, do I risk it? Do I risk it?
0: So all the five pointers, all are the
1: one. three, all the fives are done, aren't they? All the fives are done, and I did a Puma.
2: Yeah. So there's three of them left. I can't even think of the Umbro. Is Umbro still the two diamonds? I can't even picture Yeah, that. yeah, it
1: is. Umbro. Um, um, Who would be Umbro? There's two of them. Uh, there were 16 teams left to pick from. I'm unsure... <laughs> Uh, good game's a good game. Go for uh, an easy
0: one. Yeah, I'll... we'll have to put a time limit on this,
2: otherwise. All right,
1: I'm going to go for Arsenal and Adidas then. Correct. Just get a point in the bag there.
2: Yeah. Uh, right. Um. There's a got That's a team I want to points. guess for, bro. But I might, uh, because he went Arsenal. I'm going to go with uh, Man United, Adidas. Correct. Yes. Just because he, he went so far yeah. well, I'm going to go
1: ahead of I'm <laughs> going to go less safe here and I'm basing this purely on the tightness of the tops which I know Puma are known for I think
2: Palace
1: of Puma That's,
2: it. That's not a bad shot They've
1: got proper tight tops Correct oh, Sweet Three pointer woo Um, I've got, I know two and then then I think I'm out. No idea the rest. You might be losing anyway. I,
2: I've just. So we've got to find them. Mike, Puma, Adidas. Uh, What are the teams at the bottom? So Fulham, I cannot think who they are.
1: I know I'm struggling with Fulham as well. I'm pretty sure they're not, it's normal. I can't think what they'd be. No, I, what? Oh my god! I, I know, just feel like I'm, I know who Umbro. I, I just pictured it. I know who Umbro
2: are. I know one of them. I, I think I've got one for Umbro, but I'm just thinking because they're like a proper English team, and Umbro is like a proper English brand. So um, I think I'm going to go with Burnley for Umbro. <clears throat> I don't know
1: about that. one. I don't know. Umbro, Burnley, Mark. Correct. Fucking hell. Aye. <laughs> oh, so I, when you said that, I was immediately thinking you meant the other classic English team. So I was going to go for West Ham and Umbro. Hold on.
0: Hold on. Uh, so currently, Mark has 16 points. Danny has 13 points. So to give yourself a chance, you need to get the other
1: Umbro one. I'm getting it. I'm going for West Ham. I'm pretty sure they're Umbro. I'll picture it. Umbro is Correct. Done in four points.
0: Hold on, Mark. Let's get the scores right here. So that puts Danny in 17 points. It means you just have to get one kit right to even up for Nike uh, for Adidas rather. We need to get a Nike and Puma one to win the game at least. There are ones left as well.
1: Uh, You've got all the win the game. What has happened?
2: Yeah, because they're three points each. I've suddenly really doubted myself here, but I think Nike are Liverpool, so I'm going to go Liverpool. Nike. Yeah, they are.
1: They are.
0: Nike Liverpool, and that is Danny's
1: throwing his pen down. Thinks he knows that's correct. Well, they're the one I had in the bag in, in the bank yeah. later. I forgot this was a shootout. I forgot what we were doing. I thought we were trying to get all of them. They Nike is correct.
2: Oh. Bing, you bing, should have done bing. that instead of your Arsenal pick but yeah
1: see and honestly because I was thinking um, uh, I was thinking that we were having to name them all we were going to get to the end so I was like I'll save some oh. but I thought you wouldn't I'm know.
2: pleased it's over to be honest because yeah. I game, am that sure game would be been been far too long
1: I think the only one I, I, I didn't know I had was Chelsea and Nike because I know they're Nike
2: Chelsea and Nike I, I couldn't even think of Chelsea suddenly when you start thinking of the 20 teams you, you get this blur in the middle like, you know do you know who
0: Brighton and Hove is um Brighton's Puma. Puma. No, it's Nike. Oh. Fulham. This was one you would have sure about. Adidas. Leeds.
2: Oh. Tonight, you know I almost went Leeds for the cup. I guess you know. Adidas. And then Adidas again. Some... Yeah.
1: Well, there's only Adidas left, isn't there? Correct. Because <laughs> <laughs> Leicester must be Adidas. No,
0: you also had Tottenham Hotspurs, which you thought was going to be a of one. Wow. That is
2: actually a night kit. Right. Newcastle I know, because what I was thinking, with the, because uh, Tottenham were Kappa in the early 2000s, I was thinking, our Leeds Kappa now? Because I was picturing a white kit with Kappa yeah. on it. And then all of a sudden, I was like, Ah, oh, Villa. Yeah.
0: How many times do kits change? Like, if they get promoted, do they often change <coughs> kit then as well? Like kit makers.
1: Yeah, normally promotion does drive a... So, um, it does for sponsors a lot. I don't actually yeah. makers. I guess it depends on the length of their contract. But most of them, like the championship teams, most of their contract will say, if we get promoted, it goes up by X or you yeah, have yeah, yeah. to go out to the market. There you go. Oh,
0: there go, Mark. What after. a great win. I can't believe that. I thought oh. it was going to be so much harder for the uh, the the one-kit wonders, but you guys just nailed them up. I really
2: thought uh West Brom was going to be so I just could not picture West Brom, and I was like... But then Umbro, because they used to sponsor England, I probably think of them as like a Northern English well,
1: brand. I didn't think I of like, Burnley at all, but that's because I had West Ham in my head, so that was the Claret and Blue in my head. I didn't think of Burnley. I wouldn't have got that one. Mm,
0: there we
1: go. Good that's game. A nice short game, yeah? Good game. Right. Yeah. I think we're only left with... Front three,
0: back four. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Right, I'll go first. You guys seem to be a bit slow here. Um, in my front three this week, uh, meat eaters, or I should say, meat eaters' bones. Uh, there yeah. was a study, <laughs> study this week, or that was released, that said vegans are forty percent more likely to suffer a bone fracture. Bloody soft, didn't they? <laughs> The NHS advised vegans to think carefully about how they supplement with their calcium, iron, and vitamin B12. Look at that! Who knew that beef and steak were full of good stuff? And I'll tell you what the environmentalists wouldn't tell you that. Um, which is interesting though, because last week me and Sarah had a meat-free week, so I was feeling kind of tired. In my back for this week is masks. No, no.
2: Denmark. Your
0: there was a big landmark study in Denmark. I've been reading a lot this week on Science Weekly. I believe that's the name of the uh, the magazine. Just joking. Um, Sci-Fi Weekly. Sci-Fi Weekly. <laughs> yes. it's basically, basically, there was a big study called Denmark 19 Trial. Dan masks rather, um, and they basically determined that wearing masks or not wearing masks pretty much has no influence on the spread of the coronavirus. Sorry to scare everyone out there, but you're. Uh, your mask shaming is basically bullshit, but similar to vegans, I guess. Right. Glad you guys were All happy for right.
2: that. We're <laughs> just taking our masks off. Yeah. yeah
0: you, two, just, you, uh, two, you two just do not engage in my front feedback forwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look trying, whenever you guys whenever, yeah, I know, whenever <laughs> you guys whenever you guys read yours, I'm there pumping you up, I'm there just joking and messing around. When I'm there, you two are just sitting there sleeping, looking at something else. For fuck's sake.
1: Tell us something interesting then. Fuck off. Yeah.
0: Start going, Danny, you go.
1: Well, oh. so my my front three this week is Ah, oh, it's not interesting. Latan Ibrahimovic. Uh, and that is not because he's scored ten goals in six games this season in the no. league, or because he's single handedly got AC Milan to the top of the league. No, this is because Zlatan has started the war on EA Sports. Did you see his tweet earlier this week? No, Danny, please tell us. Thank you, Chris. Um so an image rights row is breaking out um with FIFA. Um basically did they, the, did they Danny, did they dare to Zlatan? They not quite that. But sort of. So basically Zlatan has called them out and said, it's time to investigate. I've never given permission for anyone in FIFA or FIFA Pro to use my name or face. And he's since found out that basically FIFA Pro, who are the um, image rights owners of all footballers, have the right to sell the name and the likeness of someone for money. And they do that to FIFA. So, the, you know, the Premier League clubs, they sell their licensing collectively, so they own the licensing of the club names, whereas the players themselves, the look of them and their name, don't have that right, but FIFA Pro do. So as Latan's come out and gone, hold on a minute, you're telling me that all these years, FIFA Pro, the company, have been making all this money, set to selling my name and my face and the look of me. Uh, I'm not having that. I'm not a member of FIFA Pro. I've never given my permission. Um, Uh, that's not on, I'm going to investigate this. And then Bale responded with, I agree, this is outrageous, I agree. And now loads of footballers are starting to come out going, yeah, hold on a minute, none of us have ever given our consent that they can use our name or the look of us. How come there's this company that's making all this money off of us? So, uh, yeah, image row, image row breaking out. I can imagine there's something in
0: every footballer's contract somewhere that says something about this, because the way they... Someone has to sell it to them, and it must be FIFA or something. If you decide to join a professional football team, we have the right to sell your images because there's well, no way that really what just happened The
1: FIFA Pro, which is spelled F I F P R O, is the thanks for spelling that, Dan. Well, FIFA Pro, that is the company. So
2: theoretically, they not, own the rights. Not right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No silent FIFA Pro. Yeah, yeah. they own <laughs> the
1: rights. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. they, they it just, was like,
2: all in the name. They are saying we
1: have the right <laughs> to sell your name. We we can do that because you're a footballer playing under FIFA law, therefore we own the right. And they're going, hold on a minute, I've never agreed to that. I've never signed up. Who says I'm a member of this FIFA pro? What's that? I, I guarantee they're gonna get nowhere with this. Probably. But Could think... this
2: be the return of Ryan Greggs? And and <laughs> players of such names. <laughs> Man red. Yeah, Slimobrimovich. <laughs> <I'm trying. laughs>
1: Uh, but it, it does raise an interesting row nonetheless interesting to see where that goes um and my back four well was it was going to be all about maradona but it's going to be just 2020 which has nearly come to an end oh. we've lost kobe bryant we've lost maradona we've I lost yeah. we've we lost, lost
2: heavy D as well
1: we did <laughs> we've um, we've okay. lost a lot in 2020 and so it's going I thought that great. was a joke based on the picture
2: mark no, no, Heavy D passed away today as well oh, That's
1: why I was like,
0: oh that's yeah. bad Because you were saying Heavy D looks like Maradona Or vice
2: versa No, 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 <laughs> Well, was a joke That's it
0: was, <laughs>
2: Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I knew Heavy I, I watched Heavy D on uh, Storage Hunters UK before He rose to fame on Celebrity Big Brother And then Arsenal Fan TV But uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm, yeah I'm he, he is go, quite
2: a funny character
0: I'm going to go around the Arsenal and put a reef down for the man R.I.P.
1: Yeah, so say what you want about Maradona and all these other greats, but um, it's been a terrible year and it's just got a lot worse losing even more greats. So well, totally
0: hopefully great. next year we lose absolutely no one. Come on 2021.
1: Yeah.
2: What was the year that was the, everyone was calling a killer? Is uh,
1: 2018 was, or 19? 2017, or 2018, 2018, something like that. Like, Were well,
2: the year... But uh, not another one. Yeah,
1: not another every one. week. It was the year Prince died. It was and Bowie died and loads of people died that year. Wasn't
0: it wasn't it Bell's best footballing year,
2: wasn't it? <laughs> uh Ramsey's. Ramsey's. It yeah. yeah. Yes. Every time Every time he scored, someone died.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
2: I just think we've got so many celebrities now. They're just gonna
1: True. True. Yeah, but there's celebrities happen. and then there's greats. Uh heavy D. <laughs> yeah, i didn't use him i mean i was talking about uh kobe Bryant and maradona as examples but yeah
0: okay all right mark please finish us off with your great so, front three back four list
2: so no I really no list uh, I've got, yeah so my my uh, back four is image rights so uh <laughs> danny's boy um lewis hamilton lost his case this week to uh do you know Hamilton Watches, the watch Swiss watchmaker? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he tried to, to get them the to not be able to. A little bit
1: more. Uh, time.
2: <laughs> yeah, so they've been they they haven't been in the game long. They've they've been making watches under the name Hamilton since 1892, and obviously <laughs> that that's oh. nothing in comparison to Being the, the great, all-time one, one great Lewis Hamilton so What's he's had a three-year court from? battle to get them to change their name. Yeah, so uh, he lost that, and, and in fact, they said, well, oh, I think they had the name first, so What a piece of shit. Unfortunate. Uh, so yeah, uh, your boy is winning on the track, but losing in court.
1: Isn't it amazing My, how many... Uh, losing uh, in court Because of his skin colour, am I right? Yeah. Isn't it amazing in our lifetime, the amount of greats in sport that we've got. like when you look at the the sporting here, across all of them the Federers the Usain Bolts the Hamiltons the in so many One sports year, we've had the greatest ever in the last couple of decades.
2: Phil Taylor.
1: Phil Taylor. That's, <laughs> but that's evolution. But though, some that's some, it's some sports specific. is that evolution though. Well, it yeah. You see, uh, well, the,
0: when you look at Phil, Phil Taylor, Taylor, you see it's Phil it's Taylor, almost you like, like it's F1 has better. passed
2: the cars. What's that? Yeah, it's almost like F1 has faster cars now. <laughs> it's like
1: yeah, yeah, but, but F1's not—it's not, a, it's not a, a speed race. It's a best driver a theoretically, best driver race. And I'll, I'll get my Ford Fiesta out there then. <laughs> no, but all the cars can What's uh, going on? similar. The point is, he's got—he's going to break the record for the most wins ever, the most championships ever. He will go down as the greatest ever. And my point is just. In all walks of sport, we've seen over the last couple of decades, like we're talking about Messi and we're seeing the best of the best ever. We're really privileged.
2: What was I watching the other day? What game? It was in the Champions League um, and the pitch looked amazing, but the ball was bobbling a lot. Was it the PSG game? But the, the players just couldn't control the ball and they were like properly struggling. And I just remember thinking... Do you know what, you have to give it credit to like maradona cuz like yeah. the, like messi and that look good but the the game has the rules have evolved to protect these players like they play on like the best surface like yesterday watching the champions league like the top level and seeing how this pitch that looks perfect just had a bit of a bubble to it just caused was oh, it psg just not to be able to play properly and i was like that's, that's not even a real bubble they should see what Sunday league football pitches look like. So. Yeah,
1: you know, I I think there's there's players now, and then there's Messi. And like, even on a bobbly pitch, I would back Messi to control the ball pretty well.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if it was, it it, it will always be against him in the Messi Maradona debate. Like, I, if if Maradona played today, he would he would be unreal. Uh, so yeah, front three is boxing, and I absolutely. Uh, mm. Love the well. There's a big fight on the weekend that I'm Come looking forward to, Come and then Tyson. there's an even bigger fight that's just making me laugh, which is Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Making you laugh. They It'd released such the, a
0: boxing snub.
2: They they released the rules today, oh, yeah. so no, no eight rounds, <laughs> yeah, eight rounds, two minutes. Knockouts are strictly illegal. Uh, gloves have gloves have to be bigger than normal boxing gloves. The fight will be stopped if there's any kind of cut. There are no judges, so at the eight, end of the eighth round, it's a draw. What? And uh the, the WBC have some ex-fighters who will uh who'll be sort of doing a bit of like judging and their uh unofficial opinion. So
1: this is your yeah. free wine
2: Because it just makes me laugh because there are some people who are going to pay for this fight 20 quid on or 25 quid on BT box office and you're just going to get two old men blowing out their asses for two minutes. Well to be fair (laughs) not allowed allowed to punch each other
0: to be fair after you've listed the rules you've said nothing about biting so I'm picking Tyson all the way true. Yeah
2: what you're going to get is you're going to get a bit of like bob and weave, bob and weave. It'll be like, do you remember Sylvester Stallone's speech where Muhammad Ali comes up behind him and then they like, and he's like, I'm Apollo Creed and they do a pretend little box fight. It's just going to be that, but for never, 25 quid.
0: Well, I just don't understand how you can say no one can get knocked out. You're telling them that they can't punch as hard as they can because these are professional boxers. It doesn't matter if they have pilloids on their hands. They're still, they're still going to punch you pretty hard.
2: Yeah, they're not allowed. So what
1: Watch will so happen? So they're,
2: they're, this isn't, but this is exhibition. This is like... Yeah, no,
1: though he might so you know dumb, it's not an I, Tyson will happily get disqualified if he knocks him out. Like, what? It's almost like asking for it. Say, so, oh, you'll get disqualified yeah. if you knock him out. I would love to get
2: disqualified, but well, I knocked him out, didn't I? So. Yeah, but uh, there'll probably be some kind of... This This is the thing, money talks, isn't it? This This fight... These two men should not be getting licences to do an exhibition fight. Like, they're they're too old. Right?
0: Well, they haven't got a licence. That's why they're doing it this way.
2: So ageist,
1: Mark. Outrageous. The guy isn't he? so. Yeah. We support eight, We support all ages. Yeah. Have you noticed?
0: Have you noticed then that all of his negative front feedback back have all been against black people? Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> right. I'm si- sick that of was... you. I'm sick of this pod. Just sick of it. Feel oppressed here. Right.
2: All well, right, Do Danny, you want to see week. us out then? Oh,
0: yeah, let's see this out. I'm leaving. See you guys right.
1: next week. I maybe. want to see you out. Did you say? Yeah, all right, <laughs> don't forget to put your shoes on at the door. <laughs> yeah, all right, see you later.
2: See ya. Bye.